Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the little Ford Top Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. The morning after a crazy outdoor game with the Islanders and Rangers. We spent a lot of time on that early in the 6 o'clock hour. Peter will have some more highlights for you coming up in a little bit. But Peter did play that Rick Pitino audio earlier of him talking about how his team is not athletic and how his team is not going to figure it out in the last couple of weeks of the season. And this is the least enjoyable uh, season he's ever had coaching. And I, I wonder... As, as Peter asked, this is a question I was going to ask you as well. Wh- what do you really get out of this? You know, is, is, was this a motivational tactic? Cause we've seen a lot of coaches, college coaches that'll go after the team. And you don't see it as much in the pros these days. So they'll go after the team, hoping to motivate them because he doesn't believe that they're getting their full potential out of them. And maybe like this public flogging will well, then inspire them. Let me ask you this question. How much is he paying the team? <laughs> I mean, there's, How yeah, much there's a lot of money making. There, yeah. There's a lot yeah, of money so, he's so making now, too. I know, I know that, but I'm just saying, if you're paying the players now, it's a whole different uh, playing field. You know how many of these players say I'll come to play at St. John's for 150 grand plus a scholarship? You know I don't I don't know the answer to that, so I don't know if that's driving some of this. The other interesting thing about this is that Rick Pitino took issue with Mike Tannenbaum when Mike Tannenbaum put out potential trades, uh, and one being for the Giants to acquire Deshaun Watson and trade Daniel Jones out to Cleveland, and he basically said, you know, uh, let me see. Uh, why not talk about things that could possibly happen, giving Danny Dimes some protection, and he'll be terrific. Patience is a virtue. That is what Rick Pitino said on X back towards Mike Tannenbaum. Mm. Now, Mike Tannenbaum works for ESPN, and he's finally figuring it out, by the way. Yeah. He's on the dark side, so he's got to create different you know discussion points and things to fight over and things to get people mad about. Yeah. Because that's basically what we do for a living. And Mike Tannenbaum is actually figuring it out. He put out these trade scenarios. What do you think? What do you think? And he asked people for their honest opinions. And Rick Pitino supposedly answered that opinion by what he said. Patience is a virtue. Well, Rick Pitino has no patience. <laughs> Clearly not. And <laughs> so it's a little bit of a double standard here. Well, neither does the St. John's fan base at this point because, you know, we wanted instant results. We thought we were going to get that from Rick Pitino. It was... Remember the beginning of the year with his uh, all the recruits? Yeah, I mean, it was trending that way. I mean, it really was. And now they're on this losing streak and things are looking bleak for this season. Doesn't mean I don't believe that... In the next couple of years, he's going to have this team where everybody expected them to be, which was a sweet 16 or beyond. I mean, that would be amazing. It's just that, uh, I mean, in those situations, if you're going to talk about how miserable you are and how unathletic the team is and all of this stuff, 
you got to throw a little bit of accountability in there as opposed to the excuse making. I haven't done a good enough job to get these guys prepared. I got to work harder. I got to be better. And I, you know, I promise that I will be better in the long term. I'm, you know, I'm figuring this out. I put a lot of the blame on me because, you know, some of these players, you know, maybe weren't as good as advertised. I mean, and I brought them here, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I would understand. Yeah, sure. Now, I've never been in a situation where I have played for a coach who had to give a press conference. <laughs> Sometimes the coach would there'd be some quotes that would end up in the newspapers generally after wins. You've obviously been in those situations, both in college and the pros. I mean, I always feel like the players hear what the coaches say in the press conference, but do they always? I mean, that's the first part of the question. The second part of the question is, do they care? I'll, I'll tell you who hears all these press conferences. The family. Are right? the players' families. Right, right. And this is the stuff that you have to realize, that when you are giving a uh, a press conference, and now they're, you're, you're speaking to a number of different people, you're, of course, first and foremost, you're speaking to your fan base. Yeah. Okay, that is the first thing. The second thing is you are sending a message to your players. They should be listening. And the third would be the players' families. And you got to be careful how you deliver these messages. Now, in today's day and age with the uh, the advent of social media, you know, he says something wrong about somebody, somebody's going to take that quote and they're going to tag they're going to tag that player that he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, And sure. then that player is going to find out immediately because that player's got his face in his phone probably 20 out of 24 day, uh, hours a day. And one of the things that he brought up that you usually don't see this from when a coach trashes his team is like it would be trashing the effort, right? Like they never say like they can't do something. It's more like we didn't show up. We weren't focused. They didn't go after rebounds. They didn't play defense. Rick Pitino's like, we're not athletic enough. He even said that there's one guy on the team that gives you everything he has, he's just not athletic enough. Lateral. Lateral athleticism. Yeah, whatever, yes. I mean, which is like basically saying that no matter how hard he works, it doesn't matter because he's just not going to be physically gifted enough to do what he wants him to do. So when it comes to the Giants and Daniel Jones, you got to wait eight years. But when it comes to his own players, you can only worry about what? How many games have they played? Uh, like 29 or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's it, it is a bad look. I agree with you. Definitely a bad look. Yeah, and I and I'm I wonder if he comes back out today or tomorrow and ends up saying I, I was just I was wrong. That was bad. You know, I was just really frustrated. I don't know. Or he'll stick by it. I mean, he's not the first coach out there. We've seen college basketball coaches already this year that'll go after the team. But the the way the way he did it. How about how about the way that Patrick Waugh talked about his team? After losing a heartbreaking game yesterday, yeah, I didn't like I didn't like that either. But well, for no, I reasons. did. No, I actually did like it. I mean, he, but I mean, that he was like, man, my, our five on five, we were great. We took a couple bad <sighs> penalties. They ended up pulling the goalie twice. They ended up scoring two unbelievable goals. But you know, five on five, that's the game we have to play. That's how we have to play. And I mean, you know, that's a positive take on a but he very was brought very here down. to kick some ass. Though, I, you know what I'm but saying? He, and he has, he has, he has, uh, you know, worked them hard. I, I know that for a fact, personally. Yeah, and he is pushing buttons, and they are playing a little bit of a different system. Um, everybody seems to be buying in. It's just that you know, losing games the same way that they had lost games prior to his arrival is what is the frustrating part. And their penalty kill is terrible. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Their their penalty kill is the worst in the league. Yep, by a uh, significant and, and, margin. And, and, and in hockey, special teams plays a very big part uh, of your success or lack thereof. Yes, no, absolutely. But, I mean, it, it, it's really tough when you're a coach of a team that's not winning 
because no matter what you're going to say, it's going to be critiqued to a point that's probably unfair. Now, I didn't have a huge problem with Patrick said, but that was just such a devastating loss. It's like, man, your season is on the brink. But here. it wasn't you might because have to- I, I, I know one thing. It wasn't because of effort. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when 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 the play, when the coach starts talking about lack of effort. Yeah. Then that's really on the coach because the lack of effort part of it means that the players don't respect the coach. Yeah, they're not playing for you. They, they they don't they they've turned you off, and I've been a part of that twice. Twice I've seen that, and that is no fun. That that is absolutely no fun, especially when you're the quarterback and you're gonna end up getting killed back there. Right, and you've said many times about how you would talk to guys that were about all right. What individual goals are you? Uh, looking it was all for about individual goals and trying to you know inspire get, them inspire some way, you, some way anyway. You know, collectively, what do you want to end up with individually? What what do you want to try to make happen this week? And, you know, part of that does work. I mean, it is an emotional uh, game. All these games are. It doesn't matter what sport it is. But uh, I will say that, you know, Rick Pitino was that was off-putting without question compared to Patrick Waugh, who said, look, it's a bad loss. We have to get our penalty kill right. We got to do this. We got to do that. And they showed some stats during the game yesterday where the Islanders have improved in certain ways where they've gotten more shots on goal, and then they've given up less shots on goal. Sure. Now, there's been lots of guys who have come into New York to be the savior for a struggling franchise, and it has not worked out a lot. One guy that has is Jalen Brunson. That has worked out. But he wasn't even... When they when the Knicks signed Jalen Brunson, he knew it was going to be an upgrade. We knew it was going to be good. We didn't think he was going to be the savior for the franchise in the way that he has been, and, and he has been. But all these others, I mean, my goodness, I know we're not Nets fans, but obviously what happened there was crazy. Scherzer, Verlander coming in here, terrible. Aaron Rodgers, his first year, miserable. Rick Pitino coming into St. John saying this is the, the most unpleasant uh, year he's ever had in coaching. I mean, it's like, it's like man, you come in here. I mean, I, we say it all the time. You come into this meat grinder. A lot of the times you're but not, you know, you're not had, coming out. He had been here and, and done well in his previous spot. Sure, I know. But I know. not nearly the amount of scrutiny. Yeah. And not nearly the uh, amount of good teams that you were going to play against. That is Meaning true. that in the Big East, you can play against any one of these teams and you can lose just as quickly as you can win. Absolutely. And, and I think, too, just in this situation, there was a lot of pressure. It's not the same days of a guy building a program up anymore and give him some time build a program up it's a totally different world rick patino was expected to come in here in one year use that transfer portal and get that team right at the top of the conference and he was trending in that direction it's all falling apart so that's why this feels different you know it's not like oh give him time give him patience no there's none of that these days you're rick patino you came in here you got the money you've got the support from the university mm-hmm. that had financially they've given nobody up until this point when you've come in here and you get uh, Rapoli back involved, and the cash flow is coming in. You were expected to win this year. You're expected to be on the outside looking in this year. You know, speaking of college coaches, did you see what Texas just gave their head football coach, Steve Sarkeesian? After a tremendous year, by the way. Right, so uh, he, got, he ended up getting $10 million a year, a private jet, mm, two cars. Nice. A uh, golfing membership at a very exclusive club down there. Like that. Uh, and there was one other thing. I forgot what it was. Can I ask for that in my next contract? I mean, on, you're not going to get it from Odyssey and Soros. No, you're not going to have something happen. <laughs> but, Even the golf membership, not the plane and the cars, just the membership. Just the, you might be able to get that. Maybe yeah. you could wiggle that out. Yeah, wiggle that one right out there. Right. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Hey, Mr. Soros, <laughs> hey. 
You might know me, Boomer and Geo. I'm the other guy. Uh, anyway, there's this place called Southward Ho. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good, man. But that's uh, that's the other side of the coin. And when you when you take that program that has underachieved, that has given financial support, it just hasn't worked out over the last number of years, and you put them in the college football playoff like that, then you are the king of the castle, at least for a few years. Well, I mean, the interesting thing is, as other, you know, these coaches now get paid an exorbitant amount of money. They were getting paid a lot, you know, a lot of money anyway, but now even more because, you know, why why the hell would you want to even be in college football to deal with this nonsense? And even Coach Mike Loxley at my University of Maryland was coming out and saying my third string running, you know, fullback wants one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to stay. Yeah, I mean, where, where's that money coming from? I mean, you know, is that coming from a? Cl- I mean, it is so screwed up, and it is it is the wild, wild west in college sports, especially men's basketball and football. Uh, it is, I mean, there is just no governing body that has any sort of teeth to it that can somehow level the playing field. And even if they did level the playing field or thought that they would, I mean, there would be corruption all over the place like there was for decades and decades prior to nil being a thing. You're telling me that if they put some sort of salary cap on how much money you can spend for each one of these programs, whether in football and basketball, that these teams are going to adhere to that? I mean, they they found ways around that for how many years paying players? But, But the way that the players are now deemed, especially like at Dartmouth as employees, I, I I don't know necessarily that a federal inf- interve- uh, intervention is going to work if the if the college athletes themselves don't have a union to negotiate on their behalf. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're all <clears throat> they're all independent contractors right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the golfers. Like like I was I was I had a conversation with an NFL executive out in Vegas, and I was just talking to him about live golf versus PGA golf, and and just the I mean. And when it's live NFL is going to show yeah, up. Right, exactly. I, but I said, you know, it's a mess. And he goes, yeah, it's a mess because those guys are individual contractors. They can do whatever they want. There is no unionized organization that is protecting the best interest of all the people who work, you know, for the PGA Tour. In this case, live. They're all taking individual money. So uh, one day, you know, maybe maybe somehow, some way, they'll be able to come together. Because I don't see it. I just don't see it ever happening. Yeah, and then that's it's a flimsy agreement right now between the two, and it just every day that goes by just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense. So it'll be it'll really be the majors that's that it. will bring everybody together, and they'll be the ones that are interesting. Because and maybe the, the Ryder Cup. Maybe if they allow those guys to play. You know, the Ryder Cup should be the PGA Tour versus Live. Yeah, but I do like the USA. There should be a different one, not the Ryder Cup. Let's keep call that, that something. I call that call, something else. Right. Let's call, call it, it the Money Cup. Another way for these guys to make more money. Yeah, the, the Money Cup. Call it the Money Cup. Yeah, yeah. The, Let's the, play live versus the top ten live players versus the top ten PGA players, so they all can make more money. Yep. And grow the game. And grow, grow the, the pot, game. so they can make even more money. Grow the game. Good for them. Hey, you know what can I tell you? Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Quick break. Get Schwartz back in here in just a couple of minutes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network on this President's Day 2024. You going to get yourself a mattress today, Peter Schwartz? I wasn't in the market for one, no, but talk to me. Well, listen, today, if you're going to buy a mattress, today's the day. Or a car, day. Or, or or a car today yeah, is the day. Got the car taken care of. Yeah. See, I sometimes I just buy mattresses and cars for the mm-hmm. hell of it on President's <laughs> Day. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't need this. And I bring it back. I think Bradley will get uh, a new mattress after he leaves to go to college. I think he'll get a new have mattress. Have we decided so where we're going yet? I think we're getting very close. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Another we offer. Have, we have another have... offer last week. Oh, I got another offer. How many offers does he Four. have? Four. All right, so we got it. We have a chance here to do it like one of these nice little put the hats on. Deal. That's exactly what we're planning on doing. Yeah. Do we have the exact date yet, or we're we, waiting? We we don't because uh, again the final decision's not been made. I think he's closing in on it, okay. and we just have to work schedules out and figure out a day to come in and do it. Okay. Perfect. Obviously, you guys both have to be here for that. Yes. So. Yes. All right. Well, it's good. after the Super Bowl, so you know what the Johnny Carson schedule probably starts right. You know, uh, <laughs> are you questioning my work ethic? <laughs> Not at all. all I'm right, just okay. making that joke in general. I used to you know, joke around with a lot of people at okay. have a lot of vacation time. So, you know. Well, I, I try to do it as judiciously as I possibly can. Yeah. Don't want to leave my boys hanging too long. We'll mm-hmm. have uh, three options. I guess we'll come up with three dates. I mean, that, I think Brandon Tierney, you told me, took, what, three weeks off? <laughs> I have to go back because he, he took exception to that whole thing. I do remember him taking, like, <clears throat> like almost... Two full weeks of shows off or something. It was like right. ten days. I don't know how many it was in a row. I was like, wow, it seems like a lot. But then he got mad. He's like, yeah. I don't think it was that long. We got to go well, back. <laughs> number one, I have to say, I have very good uh, bosses in my life. Mm-hmm. So both sets of bosses said, why don't, why don't you take a like a long vacation? 
And you said, thanks, Mr. Soros. I know. <laughs> I, no, no, I, said, I said, you know what? I appreciate the offer, but it's not fair to the guys I work with. So taking like three, four days here, three, four days there, which is what I do most normally. That's right. Uh, then it works. Then it, then it works. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. That is correct. Uh, all right, Peter, what do you have for we us over are, there? We uh, are sponsored by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. We'll start with the stadium series yesterday. Islanders got a 5-3 lead late in the third period. But the Rangers would get a power play goal from Chris Kreider with 4.08 to go. Then another one from Mika Zibanejad with 1.28 left, and that forced overtime. Dobson under pressure. Lawson Panarin. Moves and shoots. Dobson. Did he score? It was close. There. I think they're calling it a goal. Let's see. No indication the Rangers think this game is over. They have stormed off the bench. The referee did not seem to meet a point to the net. It was interpreted a goal. That was Pat Foley with the call on Sports USA. Artemi Panarin with goal 10 seconds into overtime. And the Rangers beat the Islanders 6-5. to five. I knew this was a goal, Peter. You know why? Because this happened to the Rangers. I want to say like two or three years ago. Same type of thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we as Ranger fans are all screaming and yelling, hit the screw the Ranger button, it shouldn't be a goal. But when you see it and the way that it happens, it's clearly a goal. Because I think in that case, because it was Noah Dobson who knocked the net off. Plus, if the, the, if plus, the, plus the puck was already headed between the pipes. Right, so yeah, I guess the official has to determine, would, would the puck have gone in the net had yeah. the net not come off the mooring? Right, so if, if that puck would have went in from the side and didn't go through the blue paint, right. you could say that that would not be a goal. Right, that clearly would have been a goal was, had Noah Dobson knocked off, not right. knocked off the Right, and plus it was going straight through right. the blue paint. Right, and I think there was some confusion in the crowd as to, uh, listen, some people thought right away, if the net comes off, it's not no, a goal. No, that's not the way it goes. That there is some rule for interpretation there. That's right. Room, um, yeah, room, room for, for interpretation. Yeah, right, yes. So, there you go. Uh, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Just needed to get that out there. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks. Uh, the game was played in front of 79,693rd largest crowd for an NHL outdoor game. The Rangers have won seven in a row. And they're 5-0 in outdoor outdoor games because the Banajad threw an interpreter on that atmosphere. This one in particular, I think, just the, being at MetLife <clears throat> here with the, the way it's, I guess, constructed with, I feel like everyone's close. Everyone's kind of, it's perfect dimensions in terms of that. Yeah, I think, you know, games, Mika, Mika doesn't need an interpreter. Well, that's what it said on the cut. That it that's was wrong. That's him. Okay, well, I was just following what I saw in the okay, system. Yeah, you know, Artem- like, Artemi Panarin interpreter, I yeah. get it, but not Mika. That was that was Mika. Yes. All right, so I'll make that edit. But it did say through an interpreter on the as the cut was. I cut think it's up. just that's obviously cut up by a non hockey fan. Loose right. ends, loose ends. Loose ends. Here. There you go. Slop. I take no responsibility for that because <laughs> you love you love backing away from that. Uh, no response. Well, you should yeah. know though, as an anchor who loves hockey. I'm not taking any of the blame on this. No, you should I, know. Yeah, I think you should. Following through it, it says interpreter on the thing, and I don't. Yeah. Maybe Mika's. A, I, I thought I've seen Mika's advantage. See, but that's, see, that's the thing. So that's that critical thinking that should happen out there in the newsroom. Be like, yeah. you know what? Let me double check. Let me ask Boomer because I think I, I've yeah. seen him talk before. You know, but it's all right. It's all right. not totally your fault. I'll take partial responsibility <laughs> for it. Go. How about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> for the for the Islanders, Noah Dobson, three assists, but his mistake led to the game-winning goal. Captain Anders Lee said the day came with mixed emotions. Minus the, you know, the way that game ended, it was a pretty, pretty great experience. Um, the, 
both sets of fans were great. The building was great. Uh, saw a great hockey game. Um, but yeah, it's, that's that's a sour ending for us. They did make the stadium look really nice as they always do for uh, those yeah. outdoor games. But yeah. it, it was really weird because we were looking down. They made it look like a park. Like they they put like that's fake grass. New, that's because New Jersey is known for this, right? So they had like these benches, and they, they for, did they no, have any needles laying around? I didn't see any needles, but there were people like walking dogs yes. on the grass and pushing a carriage, and well, that was all kinds of stuff going they were, on. They were actors, Peter. Yeah, I mean, they probably make some pretty good money for the day. Then being right there, so nah, I don't know about that. They're volunteers, maybe they were volunteers. Maybe they could have had you and your family down there, <laughs> you know, working the barbecue. Uh, let me uh, ask you, uh, yeah. so what do you think your team does now? <clears throat> well, they're four points out of a playoff spot. Yep. Right there in striking distance. Yep. I, I think they have to go out, at least right now. I think the... Do you add or you do? I, or I you would add it? right now, but you I would think... Add. You I want think, them to continue to well, add and I not think trade. you got to make the playoffs. Right. So... I would add a piece, even if it means subtracting a piece that's been around for a while. I think you have to go out and try and make the playoffs. Because you never know what could happen if you get in. They could have beaten Carolina last year after they snuck in. Are you yeah. saying trade Matt Martin? Is I did not say, say trade to me? Matt Martin. That's I'm what like, it sounds like, like to me. No, that would be very difficult to see, Matt. You know, Because obviously for you know fandom and professional reasons, it would be difficult to see a guy like him or even an Anders Lee yeah. get traded away. Don't um, want to see that. But... There are, obviously, I think they have some pieces that would be attractive to a team that knows they're going to the playoffs. So, so Matt my- asked about this, and did he talk through an interpreter and give his answer <laughs> <laughs> yesterday or no? I think, uh, think he has that Long Island accent now that he needs the interpreter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, here's, here's what I think. Four points out of a playoff run. Anything can happen. Yeah. What do you got, about 27 games, games left or 25 oh, games, more. something like that? No, I think it's like 30. I think oh, is it really? 30 games. I... I, I my my feeling I is like you 30. go for it. You got to go for it. But that's yeah. Just but that me. going for it still could mean giving up an existing piece to bring back. Got twenty eight games left. Twenty eight. Yeah. So we were both wrong. Oh, I said I twenty five. Oh. Twenty five to twenty seven. So. All right. So somewhere right, there's plenty of time to make the playoffs. Yes. Plenty of time. Right. So seen teams make late runs in all of these sports. Got to get hot at the right time, Peter. Right, like right? They did they, at the end hot of last season. Tender. They found a way. Even play your best Barzell, hockey at the right time. In. And a couple of bounces go their way in the playoffs. They beat Carolina, and it's not the other way around. By the way, speaking of Matt Martin, uh, after the first period yesterday, Matt was uh, a guest with ABC's Emily Kaplan for an interview, and guess who was mentioned during that interview. I know that your father-in-law rumors size and knows what it's like to play in a big environment like this, but what was the crowd like during that moment for you? I, it was unbelievable. Uh, you know, just this whole atmosphere all day. Matt, so. like, I can't get away from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had a long arms, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we haven't had a guy like this in a while. That's some that NHL much. debut, huh? I'll tell you, uh, they kept talking about our fourth line. We got two six seven wingers. Did you know that, Peter? I did not know that, no. Yes. I don't follow your team as closely as I do mine. I understand, but, I understand. But, but that is a, an imposing guy that they brought yes. up there just for that game. Yeah. Could you imagine NHL debut? It's great to make your NHL debut in any in any arena, but right. in front of 80,000 people. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then to get into a fight with a legendary fighter. Islander. Islander, yeah. And, yeah. and I could just tell him, look, man, hey, Matt, you just cost yourself at least two and a half to three minutes of ice time <laughs> in a game that you, you love playing in. <laughs> Uh, during the game, the Islanders uh, were announced as the host for the NHL All-Star Weekend. 
in 2026. It's the second time they will host the All-Star Game. The first one was 1983 at Nassau Coliseum. So that will be coming up in a couple of years. That'll be nice. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful arena. Gets a nice weekend. Uh, Even though there's no hotel yet that is up. Next, they were talking about having to build a hotel, but maybe they'll just use some other hotels to get people in and out of the area. We all know that Nassau County is littered with amazing hotels. Yes, yes, amazing (laughs) hotels. And that Belmont Park Village is going to be done this summer, so there'll be some shopping to go take care of before games. You'll be over there there shopping. Yeah, and restaurants and all that kind of stuff. What about the Garden City Hotel? Could you put everybody there? I'm sure it could be a place. I yeah. Jake's 58. <laughs> yeah, Jake's 58, that'd be great. It's only about, well, you know, remember the railroad is only far. 30 minutes from Manhattan, so I imagine a lot of people, yep. well, the visiting teams are all staying in Manhattan. Why didn't you take the train yesterday? I I was going to, and then I just was looking at the schedule, and it just seemed like a little bit of a hassle. The first train from Secaucus Junction was going to get in a little bit later than we wanted to be there, so we just decided... At least I called an audible and said, okay, we're going to drive. So you drove. How long did it take you to get into the parking lot? Getting in was not really a, a much of a problem there. It was a little bit of a backup, but it was it was getting home. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, Jake's 58, yesterday, one of my friends I was going to meet up to watch the game with texts me. He goes, hey, listen, before we go up and watch the game, me and a couple other buddies were going to Jake's 58 if you want to meet us. And I go, I can't, I can't go back there. And uh, he goes, why? He's like, you lose a bunch of money or something there or whatever. I said, no, I just can't go back there out of embarrassment because the last time I was there is when Gina's water broke for Sabrina. Oh. <laughs> and then she, I was having a few drinks playing the electronic blackjack and then Gina had to drive herself <laughs> to the hospital because her loser degenerate husband was at Jake's 58. So I, I was like, once I walked out of there, I was like, I'm, I can't, I cannot go back to that place. By the way, aren't we big fans of Jersey Mike's? Yes. yes, we are. Yes. Right? Yeah. They gave out free sandwiches at the Fan Fest yesterday. Wow, well, that'd, that'd be a big that. deal for you. That's, that's <laughs> like, See, that was good, that, right? Oh, Pepsi man. gave oh, out free drinks, perfect. and Jersey Mike gave out free sandwiches. Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> a Schwartz bingo right there, baby. Free sandwiches at the outdoor hockey All game. All good stuff. It was great. Are you stuffing them in your pockets? I would have been. I just had <laughs> one. Oh, okay. And then uh, the little shooting target thing that they did. I got yeah. one out of five in. So man, you, you nice. love an event. One a free puck. Let me ask you a question. Yes. What size sweatshirt is that? (laughs) 5X. One wild puck. Now, does a 5X cost more than an XL? It generally does. Yes. It does. Yeah. It does. More material. It should. Makes sense, right? You know, sometimes it's a couple of bucks extra, three bucks, whatever it is. That's got to be an expensive sweatshirt. It is an expensive sweatshirt. That's got to be a. Is that an $80 sweatshirt? $110? No, it was not quite $80. Okay. But I did get a discount on it. Oh, you did? Yeah. How? And my cell phone. How'd you get? I know a, people. Oh, you know, oh, you got a discount. All yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Got a little cell phone pocket on the sleeve. Yeah. Good stuff. Do you think we could fit three Al Dukes in there? <laughs> I, I would think so. There's a very skinny man I'd never seen before working CBS. Yeah, Sports who's Radio. that young man? I, I want to see you, that young man. <laughs> and is there another skinny person running around? I don't know. Is uh, lame duck skin here today? Or he take yeah, it he'd be perfect. President's right. Day, not coming yeah, in. Yeah, not coming in. Yeah. yeah. Lame duck skin. Is uh, do you think this in. looks bigger than the shirt that I wore in Las Vegas? Yeah, no, no, no I do. I, Las Vegas was, yeah, that was like those things that the drag racing cars like <laughs> deploy to slow down. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, very smock-like. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. The fact that this is orange and you look like a giant traffic cone, <laughs> yeah, I 
this looks bigger to me. Yeah, I don't see it. It doesn't to me for whatever reason. But I do think we could fit three people in there. <laughs> I think we could fit out. Well, I'm, that. I'm, we're gonna see if we're gonna find another skinny person around here. And then line the three of you up together. Could <laughs> all three of their heads make it through the one hole for the head, put, though? Put That'd the be the up. problem. Put the hood up for a second. Put the hood up. The hood? Hood up, yeah. Uh, yeah getting all three heads through that. Yeah, gonna that, that's going to be the problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You could probably get them all in there, but where would the heads go? You know? Right. <laughs> Peter with the hood up. is That's a... <laughs> It's not your look. No. <laughs> no. Unless it's cold out and I have to go out and go take the garbage out, you got to throw the hood on. But I yeah. generally do not like wearing the hood. I like wearing hoodies. I just don't like putting the hood up. All right. What else you got over uh, there? We got the NBA All-Star game in Indianapolis was not exactly a defensive struggle. Some people don't take the competition serious. I know that your father-in-law rumors either. I messed up the cut there anyway. Okay. That was 200 points for the East. They beat the West 211 I'm not taking any of the blame on this. That's a, uh, totally my fault. <laughs> I put the wrong cut in there. The 211 points by the East sets a new NBA All-Star game I mean, how could you get excited? I mean, I guess the Damian Lillard half-court shot was exciting, but how could you get excited about any of this? I don't. <laughs> it's, like I said, it's yeah. for kids. It's, okay. it's okay. 100% for kids. Yeah. So uh, Damian Lillard That's was good. the... That's for kids. It is. It's not for us. Damian <laughs> Lillard was the... MVP, 39 points, said it was a great weekend. You know, I'm with Reggie, I think. Hey, see, that's the highlight I wanted to play before. I just mixed Threes them up. for Halliburton. See, that's the Halliburton three. Here's Damian Lillard. Some people don't take the competition serious, you know, but for me, it was just a, a break from the season and an opportunity for me to just be successful at something, you know, just something to go after. Who had a worse ending, the Islanders yesterday or you right now at the end of the Right, yeah, this is t horrible. This is like, you know. <laughs> this is a little bit of a... I can't kill a penalty or clear the zone <laughs> at the same... I, can, no, I, can. I can't finish this update quick enough. But <laughs> Jalen Brunson had 12 points. Let me see if I can... Rick Pitino can help me finish this one up strong. Seton Hall beat St. John's 68-62 at UBS Arena. And Rick Pitino summed up the loss. The lateral quickness... And our toughness is just something I've never witnessed in all my years of coaching. And just one more piece of that I, unbelievable I, I, press conference yesterday. Kind of think uh, I don't know. I was going to say maybe a, an apology or something. I don't, I don't know. Do you think just, maybe he'd come on today and clarify some of his comments if we asked oh, him? I, you know, not to clarify. I know exactly what he's saying. Yeah, so do I. But you think he wants to backtrack any of it? Uh, or you think he's, he's just going to stick no, by? I, I, I he think doesn't seem part. like a backtrack guy. No, he does not. I, don't, I wouldn't think so. Uh, Alamir Dawes led the Pirates yesterday with 19 points. And Rutgers, they lost to Minnesota 81-70. to All right. Thank you, Peter. Coming up next, we get some of your calls in, including a man who claims that we, meaning Boomer and Geo, saved his life. So I'm really curious to see how we did that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Homer and Gino on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Going to get to Ray and Iceland Terrace in just a second. Apparently we saved his life, so I'm curious to hear that story. But, man, I tell you, you did not unplug this weekend from the radio station at all. I mean, immediately after we were done at 10 a.m. on Friday, you're calling in to the midday show to kill Sal and defend Peter Schwartz and, you know, just be the voice of reason on BT and Sal. And then I get these text messages from my buddy Brian Rascona, who was hosting, and uh, he claimed, but you're uh, disputing this, but he claimed that you called in twice on Saturday night, once at 10.45 p.m., and another time he said at 12.45 a.m., but we could not find the 12.45 a.m. one, so I don't know if he was just uh, dreaming that or not, but man, I tell you, you were locked in this weekend, huh? Well, first and foremost, Brandon Tierney asked me to call in okay. to their show because he was getting sick of Sal, <laughs> and, and I don't blame him. Yeah. And I, he needed a little uh, help there. Right. Uh, as Sal is a fraud, and now, you know, he puts out yesterday after yesterday's game, we want the cup as a Ranger fan, which we all know that he's not any longer, but he can play that game all he wants, so that's one of the reasons I called in. Gotcha. The second reason I called in, I was driving on the LIE, and uh, I felt bad for Brian. You know, he was uh, just lamenting the fact of how much he works. He's got the bread route. He's got the play-by-play. Works his ass off, this Brian was going. nobody appreciates that more than I do. Works here, works the board, works with me and Mike Valenti. Some guy, Clay, called in and said, you know, why don't you just ask Boomer to give you money to buy a, a different route because he wanted to buy some sort of fudgy Pepperidge Farm route or something as opposed to the bread route. But the, And then Brian was going through, uh, you know, just a, with a very deep negative tone in his voice. Mm. Like, uh, I've never asked Boomer for anything, never want to ask him for anything. I'm like, what? what? Why did I get dragged into this? Yeah, I don't know. Seems so, a strange, it doesn't make any sense that you get dragged into Brian Rascona's life in that exactly. way. Exactly. So I wanted to call in, and I did call in, and I I was trying to help Brian get through the long night and the long day and the 24-hour shift that he was on. I yeah. mean, my God, play the violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of that going he's, on. He's a very talented guy. He actually does sound a lot like you on the radio. Does he? Yes. Yeah, I've heard him before. I guess I, I could see that. Well, we grew up together. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. He does sound a lot like you, and uh, yeah, I just felt like supporting him, but I also wanted to, then I said, you know, something about a boar's head route and everything else, and then I said, what's in it for me? Is it just for you, or is something in it for me as well? Am I your partner, or what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, like when you bought a piece of Reco Sports. Right, exactly. You've been trying to push EJ out. I've been trying, but you know, this, like, just, Jerry's so, like, infatuated with this guy he's very very loyal to ej yes uh so all right well that makes a little bit more sense i was a little worried about you that you were calling in too much you weren't uh decompressing in the weekends because i need you to kind of you know get away from it and then come back and be nice and fresh but uh, yeah i am fresh all i know is that tyranny asked me to call in i did him a favor 
And then I felt like the way Brian was discussing me with some stranger was like in a negative tone, and I didn't like it. Yeah, so you had to set the record straight. Did yes. he imply that all the boar's head roots are mobbed up? That's what I took out of it. He that. said it's a very small group of people that have the ability to be able to buy them because they are expensive routes. They are. I don't, I don't even know if there are any routes open. It's like buying, it used to be, I don't know if this is uh, true anymore, uh, a cab medallion. You had to buy a medallion in yeah. order to be able to be a cab driver. Very expensive. I, at one point, before Uber, I think it got up to like $650,000. Yeah, but they're devalued now. Yeah, because of Uber and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Ray in Islip Terrace. Ray, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys? Great, Ray. What do you got for us, man? Okay, Gio, you may not remember, but about three weeks ago, I briefly met you at the Portly Villager. Um, I began to sh- tell you a short story of um, since my girlfriend had passed away. Yes, I, of course I remember you, 100%. Yes, I. I. Uh, this was, it was a Friday, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah I remember. I bought yep. you a drink, and you had bought me a drink. Thank you very much. Yes, I do remember, Ray, yes. Yes. So, you know, you were busy, and uh, I told you a very short version, and I thought I would call in. This is my first time calling in, by the way, ever. Um, So, uh, Mickey, uh, my living girlfriend, she passed away five and a half years ago uh, in my arms on my living room floor, which I still reside today. Um, And then after funeral arrangements, having the family and friends come over and uh, gather up her personal belongings... Um, I kept it very busy, so uh, I wasn't, you know, too lonely or emotional. So since the funeral ended, um, everybody went home, and about two days later, I would say about quarter or six in the morning, uh, and I'm, I'm a side sleeper. I never sleep on my back. So about quarter or six in the morning, I felt this weight on my chest, and um, it wasn't medical. And I truly believe it wasn't a dream. And this wait lasted about five or six seconds. I, to this day, feel that it was Mickey uh, trying to tell me something. All right? So I get up, and I look at my cable box, and I didn't know what Channel 215 was. That's the CBS Sports Network, obviously, on Optimum. So uh, I said, huh, what's this? I'm going to... I'm going to go to the bathroom and, and come back. And I still didn't turn the TV on yet. I was feeling really down. So I looked up um, on my cell phone how to commit suicide, the different ways on how to kill yourself. And I said to myself, this is crazy. So I, I turned on the TV, and now it's probably about 10 after 6. And, Gio, you were doing a impersonation of somebody. I can't remember who would made me uh, laugh a little bit. And Boomer, you were busting Gio's balls about something, and you made me laugh a little bit. So since then, I've been watching you guys ever since. So I just want to thank the both of you that in a roundabout way, uh, you two saved my life. Wow, Ray. I mean, that's uh, one of the most intense stories that I've ever heard on the caller line. And um, I had no idea when I met you, you know, after you mentioned that your girlfriend had passed, that this was also part of the story. So um, we're very, very happy that you're doing so much better now. 
Uh, but that's really all that work that you did is you. It's not us. I'm glad to be a little piece of that to make you happy. But, you know, give yourself credit on uh, dealing with a tragedy and, and turning into a positive. But um, we are we are very happy to be a part of your lives. I mean, that is like, uh, that's as intense as it gets, as real as it gets, you know? Yeah. That is, I do remember meeting him. He didn't tell me that the first time. He told me about the girlfriend situation, which was just super tragic. But, um yeah, and James Brown talking about that kind of thing with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, he was, and good, good for you, Ray, that you were able to fight through it and get your life back together, and hopefully you're living a good life now. Yeah, I mean, and um, believe me, your loved one would want that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the the alternative there is just um, your loved one would not want that. And Mickey would not want that. So uh, the fact that you're uh, you're back, you're healthy, you're happy, and we had something to do with that makes uh, makes me proud. Makes us proud, so uh, we we do appreciate. I do I do remember meeting Ray, and uh, you know he bought me a drink, and he uh, and I bought him a drink back. He goes, you didn't need to do that. I said, don't worry, I don't pay for anything here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. All right, okay, okay. All right, it's Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.